very interestingly about what Jesus says about these servants and what they're expected to do, there is a little irony here in that there are four things that Jesus does. Jesus plows or sows seed. Jesus tends sheep. He shepherds. He pastors. Jesus waited on the apostles at the Last Supper. He served and asked that His disciples serve, not seek to be served. And He gave them something to eat. In fact, this is what He does for all of us in the Eucharist, is that He gives us something to eat. Jesus is wanting His apostles not to use faith selfishly, but to recognize that faith means that in imitation of Jesus Christ in His total gift of self, I am now oriented towards sharing and giving of myself away as opposed to taking for myself what I want or what I choose. This is how Jesus is hoping to be able to change the minds and the hearts of the apostles. Now, the first reading set us up for this. It says that the just man, by faith, shall live. It means that faith affects something in the way that we live. How I choose to live my life as a human being, as a person, has to be informed by being a follower of Jesus. So faith has an effect in how I live my life. St. Paul says in the second letter to Timothy, telling Timothy, stir into flame the gifts that you receive through the imposition of hands. For we do not have a spirit of cowardice, but of strength and self-control. He says, do not be ashamed to witness to Christ. Do not be ashamed of my witness as a prisoner for Christ. St. Paul is writing him from prison. He's saying, don't be embarrassed because I am suffering, but rather own witness with truth and strength and courage the gift of your faith. Let's look at some ways in which you can share your faith. In doing so, you end up growing your faith the more that you give of your faith away. I want to propose to you three big words. To evangelize, to witness, and apostolate. Now, those are three churchy words. They're three theological words but I want to break them down for you a little bit more, hopefully to help you to ponder, consider how right now in college they might become practical for you because right now you are in the school of discipleship and exercising these three ways now will be easier now than for the rest of your life. And yet it is critical 
now that you begin to do these things so that you might live an authentic Christian life in giving of your faith out in the world after graduation. To evangelize. When you hear that word, oftentimes it might create fear. You might think, I'm not really extroverted. I'm not really the type of guy that wants to kind of be pushy, pressuresome, or try to coerce somebody into faith. Well, if that's how you feel, that's good. Because our understanding of Catholic evangelization is nuanced and different than perhaps what might be caricatured as evangelization. That rather when we evangelize, we do so in the manner of Jesus Christ himself, who approaches the other with compassion. That is, we are drawn to the other that is different than us, with a sensitivity. And in doing so, then we invite them, not coerce, not cause fear, not threaten, but rather invite. A good short definition of evangelization is invite and invest. Invite and invest. You know already those that are around you that are in need of Christ. To be an evangelizer is to be a hungry beggar that has found the food and now he wants to go and tell everyone that he knows where to go and find that food. That's what it means to evangelize. You can begin this now. You can begin it where you live. You can begin it in the classroom. You can begin it amongst your friends. It doesn't mean to come across as being self-righteous. This might cause you fear. And this is why we go to the second point, to give an authentic witness to your faith. It will require courage because sometimes that witness of authentic faith might create a negative response. It is good for you now to know how to give an explanation of your faith. Why it is, for example, that the church holds what it holds and teaches about the moral life, about sexuality, about human life, the end of life, to be able to give also an account of your faith to those whose faith is different, to be able to answer perhaps the non-Catholic, the questions surrounding the Bible alone, faith alone, and once saved, always saved, to be able to know that language and to be able to give an account courageously and with knowledge about your faith. If you've ever been caught in that situation where people are talking about something and you kind of, well, I know I don't believe that way, but I don't know how to explain it, don't be discouraged. But use that as a cue to go and study and learn how it is that you can then go back and give an authentic witness to your faith in answer of your faith. Let's go to the last way and that is apostolate. It comes from the same word for apostle, which means one who is sent. Jesus says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. To have an apostolate means that you share in the mission of Jesus Christ 
in the ordinary, everyday aspects of your life, that you are to be holy by doing them. Right now, you are called to holiness by being a student. And yet it is how you are a student, a student who is infused by Christ with the gift of faith that directs you to be a kind of student that is different than a worldly student, to have different motives, to have a different ethic, to have a different desire to excel, all the while doing all that you can but to give glory to God by every stretch and sacrifice and effort that you make to do so with honesty and with integrity and with hard work. This is your apostolate right now, that you infuse your everyday life with Christ in you working through what you do so that as the Father sends Christ, He sends Him through you into the world. Let's go back again to those things that Jesus did, and in particular that last one. All that we're speaking about, Jesus already does for us. He desires to share the knowledge of the Father, the way, the truth, and the life with us. And most especially, He feeds us with His very self in the Eucharist. As you continue to pray in Mass, and as you receive the Eucharist to be supercharged and ready to go into the world for the rest of this week, ask the Lord in prayer, Lord, how are you sending me? How is it that I can share my faith, not just keep my faith? How can I increase my faith, not just maintain my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Thank you for listening to Aggie Catholic Homilies. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Be sure to check out our sister podcast, Aggie Catholic Talks, to hear talks from Magnify, Catholicism 101, and more. Thanks, God bless, and gig'em.